Hey, everybody, you're listening to Norman Robertson's Faith Journey Podcast, the show that's filled with powerful biblical insights for people everywhere who want to know God better and love Him more. There's a tremendous scripture found in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, where, near the end of his life, the Apostle Paul gives a bold testimony of his faith in finishing his race for Christ. He says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. One thing that we need to remember as Christians is that we are all running a spiritual race, and we're not supposed to be just getting by and coasting along on spiritual cruise control. In his writings, Paul often used the portrait of a runner in a race to motivate us. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 unfolds two very powerful and challenging verses that are extremely important in the Christian life. It says, Since we are surrounded by a huge crowd of witnesses, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. Even so, God has called each of us to run a race, a race of faith that requires endurance, total commitment, and zero compromise. The year 1945 was a remarkable year for young rookie evangelists. In that year, 27-year-old Billy Graham came storming out of seemingly nowhere to fill auditoriums across America, speaking to as many as 30,000 people a night. Billy Graham was hired as the first full-time evangelist for Youth for Christ, and his reputation as a powerfully gifted preacher roared across America like a prairie fire. The rest, of course, is history. I know that we've all heard of Billy Graham, but what about Chuck Templeton or Bron Clifford? Have you ever heard of them? Billy Graham wasn't the only young preacher packing out auditoriums in 1945. Chuck Templeton and Ron Clifford were accomplishing the same thing, and more. All three young men were in their mid-twenties, anointed by God and on fire for the gospel. One seminary president, after hearing Chuck Templeton preach one evening to an audience of 10,000, called him the most gifted and compelling young preacher in America that he'd ever heard. Templeton and Graham were close friends. Both ministered for Youth for Christ. Both were extraordinary preachers. Yet in those early years, most observers would probably have put their money on Templeton to be the most successful. As a matter of fact, in 1946, the National Association of Evangelicals published an article on the leading evangelists who were being used by God in an extraordinary way. The article highlighted the ministry of Chuck Templeton, but Billy Graham was never mentioned. Templeton, many in the church were convinced, would be the next Babe Ruth of evangelism. Ron Clifford was yet another dynamic fireball preacher. In 1945, many church leaders believed that 25-year-old Clifford was the most gifted and powerful evangelist the church had seen in centuries. In that same year, Clifford preached to a packed-out auditorium of 25,000 in Miami, Florida. Later that same year, when Ron Clifford was preaching in the chapel at Baylor University, 
the president ordered all class bells to be turned off so that the young evangelist could speak without interruption to the student body. For two and a half hours, he kept those students on the edge of their seats as he preached on the subject Christ and the Philosopher's Stone. At the age of 25, young Clifford touched more lives, influenced more church leaders, and set more attendance records than any other clergyman his age in American history. National leaders and politicians vied for his attention. He was tall, handsome, intelligent, and a very powerful communicator. Even Hollywood invited him to audition for the part of Marcellus, the main character in the religious movie, The Robe. It seemed as if he had everything. In 1945, Graham, Templeton, and Clifford, all three came shooting out of the starting blocks like rockets. You've heard of Billy Graham. So how come you've never heard of Chuck Templeton or Bron Clifford? Just five years later, Templeton left the ministry to pursue a lucrative career as a radio and television commentator and newspaper columnist. Templeton had decided he was no longer a believer in Christ and turned his back on Christianity in the pursuit of money and personal fame. By 1950, this future Babe Ruth of evangelism wasn't even in the game and no longer believed in the validity of the Bible or the claims of Jesus Christ. What happened to Bron Clifford? By 1954, Clifford had lost his family, his ministry, his health, and then his life. An alcohol addiction, careless living, and financial irresponsibility had done him in. He wound up abandoning his wife and their two Down syndrome children. Tragically, at just 35 years of age, this once anointed, brilliant preacher died alone from cirrhosis of the liver in a rundown motel on the edge of Amarillo. His last job was selling used cars in the panhandle of Texas. He died, as the newspapers put it, unwept, unhonored, and unsung. A few pastors in Amarillo took up a collection among themselves in order to purchase a cheap casket so that his body could be shipped back east for a decent burial in a pauper's cemetery. In 1945, three young men with extraordinary gifts were preaching the gospel to multiplied thousands across this nation. Within just 10 years, only one of them, Billy Graham, was still on track for Christ. In the Christian life, it's not how you start that matters. It's how you finish. Graham made it. Templeton and Clifford didn't. Here's my question for every listener today. Will you go the distance for Christ? Will you finish your race? When Pastor Charles Stanley was president of the Southern Baptists in 1985, he cautioned thousands of ministers at the convention with these sobering words. Sadly, it has been my observation that just one out of 10 ministers who start out in full-time service for the Lord at the age of 21 are still on track for Christ by the age of 65. They're shot down morally. They're shot down with sin. They're shot down with pride. They're shot down with discouragement. They're shot down with liberal theology. They get obsessed with making money. They're shot down because they stop listening to God. But for one reason or another, nine out of 10 drop out. 
they fail and never go the distance. In the Christian life and in Christian ministry, it's not how you start that matters, it's how you finish. The Christian life isn't a hundred yard dash, it's a marathon. It's a long race and long races don't require speed. They require true grit, courage, faith, and finishing power. The race of faith is life's journey for the Christian. This race is full of obstacles, barriers, hurdles, and hazards, and they come in different sizes and at different stages. It is easy to begin a race. It's easy to run strong for a few miles, but it's much harder to finish a long-distance race, and even harder to cross the finishing line victorious. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, run in such a way that you may win. Winning your race is not about beating the other runners. The real prize is becoming a spiritual champion. A spiritual champion is a genuine believer who is 100% sold out to Jesus, sold out to the Word of God, sold out to pleasing the Lord, sold out to the gospel and the kingdom of God, and is dedicated to finishing his race well. Winning your race will require determination, courage, perseverance, patience, and faith. And above all, it requires keeping your eyes firmly fixed on Jesus and trusting in the grace of God. Races are not always won by the fastest, but rather by the one who refuses to quit. Those who persist prevail. What about you? Will you run your race and finish well? Will you go the distance with God? Will you finish strong? You're not running for the applause of people or some earthly reward. The most important aim in running your race is to hear Jesus say in that final day, well done, good and faithful servant. Going the distance necessitates that you run with unwavering persistence a clear focus and steadfast endurance until you cross the finish line victorious. My prayer for you is that one day, like the Apostle Paul, you will be able to say those words, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. That's all for today's show, folks. Thanks for listening to Norman Robertson's Faith Journey Podcast. Next week, we have another great show lined up that shines a light on developing a vibrant relationship with God. So be sure to tune in. If you enjoy this show, I'd like to encourage you to share Faith Journey Podcast with others. Tell your friends and family about this podcast as we reach out, helping people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Thanks for sharing. Until next time, God bless you and have a terrific day.